All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Conversations with Alan. And Alan, great to have you Thank here. You. Like we've said many times, we cannot have this conversation <laughs> if you aren't here. So right. we're, yes. we're thrilled on multiple levels uh, for you to be here as well. We have Mariana joining. Hello. My name is Phil. And uh, this is part seven. Uh, we've been on a, a journey here working through uh, just different topics relative to the Intimacy with Jesus class as kind of a way of launching into this whole idea of conversations with Alan. And uh, just as a teaser, not exactly sure, but this this probably isn't the last conversation we're going to have, even though it's the last one of of the seven-week class. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know exactly where it's going to go, but but there's probably more conversations out there. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned yeah. and uh, we'll see we'll see what happens there. What I'm sure Alan we'll has more talk to talk about. about. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. So, well, why don't we just jump in? Uh, this is, uh, like I mentioned, part seven. And uh, Alan, you use uh, this this session of your class to really just kind of summarize and and sort of launch into what does it now look like as you sort of walk through these different uh, concepts of intimacy with Christ, these different uh, practices, and, and go through the whole spectrum. Uh, I, I love... Um, a story that you share uh, relative to just your kids and watching them kind of grow up and leave the house and how you feel like uh, this class is sort of doing that, that it's mm-hmm. not the end of something, but it's the beginning of something. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe we could start with you just sort of unpacking that both just, just again, that story of you and, and your kids and then how, how these practices aren't the end, but rather the beginning of something. Yeah. It's kind of the idea when you're a parent, your kids grow up and you're hoping you poured good things into them. So when they're 18 and they're on their own, you're kind of, you feel like you're launching them, but they're also going to continue in some things. And that was really the heartbeat that I have for this class on this final week was, Hey, we've been practicing these things. We've been talking about them, processing them. But my heart is that this isn't just a notebook that or it goes in a fold, you know, folder or drawer somewhere. The, these actually um, launching these folks into um, a, a lifelong journey of embracing these practices and being influenced by them and letting Jesus continue to meet them in these things. So that was that was what that was about. Where, where are you at in? just your journey with practices in general, how would you describe? Um, and you know, I think, yeah, there's, you know, obviously there's a spectrum there of, of, okay, you're, you've learned some things over here and then maybe the recent present time. And so you're like, Oh, I'm kind of new at these things or I've been doing this for a long time or I've succeeded and then I failed. And then, so what, just kind of give some language around how would you describe yourself today relative to these practices? Yeah, that's a good question. I think um, there's a sense in which I'm comfortable kind of talking about them at some level, comfortable doing them, but also probably at a place of just realizing this still requires me to be disciplined, to carve out space for this and kind of noticing it when I don't, you know, almost tuning into that part of my life where, man, I'm I'm out of balance here Hmm. or my soul is not in a good place here and I've been pushing too hard or whatever. And so I, I probably am in a place of seeing how important not just the practice, but my interaction with the Lord, my experience with the Lord, how I'm processing what's happening to me or what I'm feeling, um, 
And so at some level, I'm, I'm maybe at this place of exploring, um, I don't know if exploring, it's just realizing how vital my soul needs that connection with Jesus is probably the best way to say it. Um, whether it looks exactly like those practices or not, it's I need to hear from him. This is triggering me or this is causing this and I need time to process with him. And um, uh, so, yeah, the need um, is as large as ever. My awareness of that need of these these things. Hmm. How? Oh, that's good. So how do you... How would you describe uh, the reason why that has grown? Like, in other words, um, why why is the need so strong now? Is it because of the fruit that you've experienced? And then you also uh, experience, you know, like, like you mentioned again, the, the moments maybe where you're feeling disconnected or you're feeling anxious or you're feeling these stressors. And, but you can somehow feel the gap between what it's like. Is that what you're describing? Or... In other words, um, I, I, obviously, I'm externally processing what you said here, but it feels like there's something that you're you're striving for in a good way. There's a there's an experience that you've achieved at one moment in time that now draws you back to oh wait something's not there. How would you give words to that? Hmm. Yeah, it's probably um, those words of like shalom, wholeness, hmm. and I think my growth in desire is been more of a self-awareness journey, you know, of maybe increasing self-awareness plus suffering or not suffering is a stronger word, but it's challenges. And so moments when I'm like, man, why is this bothering me? I walk with the Lord for this amount of time. This shouldn't be bothering me the way it is. And realizing that's the journey. That's like the invitation into Mm -hmm. this. I've got this self-awareness I had this trigger, the self-awareness, you know, wishing I was further along in some way, but maybe that's not really the issue. The issue is this is part of the journey. It's part of my being shaped and formed um, and the places where the Lord wants to take me. And um, so, yeah, that's probably been as much of the motivator as anything of longing for wholeness and man, in this season, maybe I'm not experiencing it the way that I would hope and long for. And so it's forcing me to these places where these practices become vitally important for me to process what's happening rather than, oh, check off a list, you know, things to do. Wow. You mentioned uh, in this class uh, kind of a journey that people go on relative to the practices. And there's, uh, I don't know, I think you had maybe three or four different sort of phases that uh, individuals would go through. Uh, maybe just spend a little bit of time, just unpack that just a little bit. And and I've got a question, a follow-up question relative to that. But just what are these phases that you describe in terms of practices? Yeah, it was um, more of language of science in terms of habits and practices and how how we do um, establish good habits in our lives. So there's this idea of unintentional spiritual formation, which is we're all being being formed by things. And if we're not intentional about it, we're being shaped by 
the amount of hours we're spending here or the stories we're listening to or whatever, the people we're hanging around. And so there's a sense in which all of us are being formed. Mm -hmm. So in that, the other shift of that is what would it look like to actually be intentional about our formation? And that's where one of those aspects would be establishing habits or practices in our lives. And, uh, and, and what that implies is that sometimes the initial phase when you're starting with practices is probably usually some excitement about this. Wow, this is, I can't wait to practice stillness. And I really need this. And, um, and so then you, you move along in that and who knows how soon it happens, but then you kind of get to this place where, um, you don't really want to, you know, you're struggling to continue to do it. Maybe you're not seeing the immediate fruit or whatever. And, um, there is, uh, an experience of, should I just quit? You know, should I just give up? Um, mm-hmm. and it's sort of this idea of the fight through you, you choose, no, this is important. Even if I'm not seeing immediate fantastic fruit. This is important. I want to build this into my life over the long haul. And so you really press through that. You fight through that with tenacity, with encouragement from other people, with maybe a little variety or whatever. But the the idea is these are important. These are things that Jesus practiced. I want to follow Jesus. I'm going to build these into my life. And so when you move through the fight through phase, this the scientific research says it like it's 66 days. This actually becomes a normal part of your life where when you miss it, you realize you miss it. And so that's a totally different thing rather than fighting to keep doing it. It's like, I'm noticing if I'm not doing it, that's where I think we want to get, where it just becomes a part of our normal way of living. Um, and the normal way of engaging with Jesus um, which is a really cool thing because over time, I think that can have a, a significant, a significant impact. Mm-hmm. That's really good too. And one thing that you highlighted in the class, um, and just a little disclaimer, if you're listening to this and you're not in the intimacy with Jesus class, uh, there are practices that, uh, pastor Allen developed for each of the weeks. And so when you're talking about this fighting for, this habit that you're trying to create, you also suggest, um, finding different ways that might work better and trying to adjust and maybe recreate, be creative about ways that you can find that for, for that to be sustainable. And maybe something that the way you started off is not sustainable. And I think part of one of the things that I felt, was very empowering and there's a lot of freedom is, is this, um, how as you're exploring certain spiritual practices, how your relationship with Jesus is unique and what that looks like for you and to grasp the concept and apply in a very organic way that is particular to how he wired you. And I think you know, this, this season of the intimacy with Jesus, we developed the audio practices in addition to the written practices. And for me, particularly, that is something that I treasure so much to be able to just play something that, you know, maybe I'm in my car or maybe I'm getting ready. And that 
helps me recenter. And it, it, there's just so many different ways that we can experience these moments of prayer and, and scripture meditation. And sometimes, you know, discussing with a friend, I I love that rather than sitting by myself and thinking about something. Hey, can we talk about this? And we and there's an exchange and, you know, and Holy Spirit will speak to you and through you and through this person. So I, I just love this. Yeah. Fight through and find the ways that you really connect with these kinds of practice to for the sake of the growth, for the, the roots to grow. Yeah, I think that's probably been the one of the biggest struggles people have with spiritual formation, or with these practices, I should say, is it, what works for someone. And like even this class, I realize the the risk of this, but I'm I'm sharing the practice the way the practices have worked for me, but wanting people to really adapt that. In a, in, you know, to get the principle of it, but, but to adapt in a way that works for them mm-hmm. and the freedom to do that. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people have resisted spiritual practice because the way they've been taught has been, you got to do it this way. Mm-hmm. You got to pray in the morning or you got to whatever. Um, and so that's, um, it's kind of, I think I likened it to a, or thought about it like a recipe where, you know, if you're teaching me how to cook something the first time I'm going to do it according to the recipe that Mm -hmm. you are teaching me how to cook this meal. But then over time I may add certain flavors that I want in there to kind of make it my own. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a part of the journey. If people don't do that, I think they may, they may stagnate a little bit. It may be tougher to fight through. Mm -hmm. Um, So having the freedom to adapt and to make it your own, I think really can help in that fight through phase. But don't you think that's also part of the self-awareness you talk about that self-awareness? I think a lot of times we don't even know what really might be options that you can connect with Jesus with. I don't know. I think that's also part of the journey. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Like with any relationship, you you begin to explore and what works and what do we do when we feel connected and, this didn't really make us feel connected, you know? And so, yeah, there's a, there's a, a journey. There's a withness with Jesus in this that makes it exploratory. Kind of like we talked about with Sabbath, um, the exploratory nature of the Sabbath in the last episode that this also has kind of a, an exploratory nature to it. Like for me, stillness, I do that by myself in my office, I turn on some white noise because I have ringing in my ears, which drives me nuts when it's everything is totally quiet. But that's where I often will practice stillness. But for other people, that would drive them nuts, you know, and maybe they need to go take a walk. They need to sit in a park or something. And so there's that kind of the goal is quieting, being present. But the context may be very different depending on how someone is wired. Yeah. Yeah, I think, again, maybe a a huge reason even why we're doing these conversations is just to bring in that dynamic kind of um, almost lack of better saying, like a a human element to this, right? That it isn't a a plug and play. It's not a formula. Um, You're really just offering up your journey and sharing that with us as a, as a way, I think of being hopeful. Um, But, but in that sharing, it's also trying to highlight that reality that, um, 
the the nuances and the abilities of us to explore that. I, again, I think that's a, a big part of what we're what we're trying to even accomplish here in our conversation. So, with that being the context, I'm going to take a a, a little bit of a um, a risk here, uh, and I'm going to presuppose I know something about your journey. <laughs> so we'll okay. see. You'd be totally wrong. But my assumption, and as you as you talked through kind of those four uh, phases of, of these practices um, that you haven't gone through all four phases, ended up at the end with every single practice, and now you're living in this 66-day-plus uh, journey. But what I think happens, and I think this would even go into the context of spiritual formation, that these things tend to cycle back on themselves. And as you kind of work through that, those four phases that might actually uh, create something from a practice that then allows you to almost to re-energize through the excitement again. And then maybe you're learning mm. things and that kind of thing. So here's my premise, or that's my premise. Here's my question. As you think through some of the practices, we have three or four different practices or five that we've talked about, unfairly characterize them. Which ones are you excited about? Which ones are you fighting for? Which ones are you kind of seeing the fruit of more of a, a habit that's just, if you miss it, it's, it's recognizable that you miss it, but you're not having to fight for like, just talk about these practices in your life today, knowing that these things kind of play more of a, of a cyclic journey, um, mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. I think there were three phases just to clarify. Okay. I don't want people to be confused because it was kind of the initial euphoria phase. Then you're fighting through, but then it becomes a more natural part just to clarify yeah, yeah. there. So in your question, what um, practices are you currently doing that you're excited about? That it's just the, the excitement of the practice is what primarily drives you to it. Which ones are you fighting for? They don't really excite you. And which <laughs> ones do you feel like you've gone through those phases? And right now you're living more in the, again, the, the habit of it that's bringing you life. Oh gosh, I haven't thought about them that way. Um, you know, probably I think, um, Sabbath still feels kind of, um, there's an excitement to it, but I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, a rhythm that really works well for Raylene and I. So I don't know where that puts it on there. Um, I would say fight through scripture for me right now is a little bit of a fight through where it's, um, like I, yeah, it just feels, um, maybe not as, um, I don't know how to describe it, but it's yeah. more in that fight through kind of phase. Um, but it's still, yeah. And so there are, there are times when it, I feel like it maybe hasn't, um, some days I'll skip it and, and all that. Um, I think stillness probably feels the most like this is a regular part of my, this is something that's a regular part of my rhythm. And I, it's normal. If I don't have that, I feel it. Um, Prayer is probably um, in this season of my life, I've been leaning so much probably into stillness and listening that the more formal, you know, praying through the Lord's prayer has probably been maybe more of a uh, in that kind of fight through phase for me. So I really like the way you're, you describe that, that the spiritual spiritual life, it is a journey and there are seasons, you know, where, um, almost the spiritual practices take us deeper, different layers of experiencing the Lord. And that's probably where stillness for me has been a, a new layer of experiencing the Lord and why it's so significant for me in this season. 
but there might be another season coming along where scripture becomes really, really significant and the stillness, not as much. Um, and I think that, yeah, realizing we're on a journey that has those kinds of ebbs and flows is uh, kind of a normal part of, of, um, kind of walking with Christ. Yeah. And I, yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. I think there's so much hope in hearing your journey relative to these practices too. Cause sometimes I think the tendency would be is, okay, Alan has journeyed through this. He's kind of on a mountaintop somewhere. He's telling us this is where you need to get to. I've done all this. Mm -hmm. And the the reality, that's just not true, right? You're in, you're in this journey with us. You're, you're sharing these thoughts, but it's because we're in this together and that's, um, so yeah, that's, that's great. And appreciate your heart there and sharing it. So I thought uh, maybe as a way to just sort of wrap up this uh, this conversation, but just the the, the conversations we've been having, uh, Alan would just be I don't know if you just want to maybe just pray a prayer of blessing great. over anybody who's listening. Maybe people have been listening during the class, and this has been something that's kind of uh, inspired their conversation or their journey a little differently. Maybe uh, people here are just listening to these conversations they haven't journeyed with the class, but just kind of praying your heart and, and the desire for anybody hearing these and sort of where they can launch from here. Yeah, I'd love to. Father, thank you for this invitation to a life of intimacy with you. Um, Jesus, I'm thinking of your invitation to be yoked to you. Come to me, all who you who are weary and burdened, that you will give us rest. And this invitation to a life of learning from you and being yoked to you. Thank you that that's the invitation. And I pray for my brothers and sisters who are listening and for all of us here in this room, Lord, that you would help us um, in this journey to experience you more fully. Thank you for these tools, these practices that you've given us, not as um, not in any way as a legalistic ritual, but as a life-giving um, practice, a way to, over time, be opening our hearts more and more to your spirit and the things that you want to do in us. And so I just, I bless all those who are listening and um, wherever they're at in this journey, Lord, if they're just starting out, if they're well into this, God, you would, you would continue to stir in us this desire, this need, this realization of how important this is and how much our soul really longs for this kind of wholeness and to follow you in this way. So teach us, Jesus, lead us, we pray, no matter what season we are in with any of these practices, um, that you would encourage us and you would help us to walk with you and to cultivate these practices intentionally in our lives, enabling us to experience more and more this intimate relationship with you. So we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Alan, thank you. Yeah, This has thanks. been great. Mariana, thank you. Thank you, guys. And until the next conversation. Sounds good. Everybody take care. See you then.